Okay. We have a, we're short staffed today. It's just uh, me, Jazzy J, Eli, in the studio. Um, we're getting our asks kicked in the corporate world because we're short staffed. God bless. Fuck people that called out today. The no, worst. I'm just kidding. How are we doing today, fellas? Wouldn't we be taller staffed because our mean height has increased? <laughs> that was that was good. That, that's staying in the pot. Suck it, Nick. <laughs> that's that's rough. That's a bad beat to right, exist guys, forever on the As internet. a taller staff pod, um, a no hobbits been, pod. It's been a while. I missed you guys. I missed last week. I'm back from Miami. Bachelor parties. <laughs> You gotta love them. Shout out Danny, not, dude. I am not looking. Yeah, shout out there to Dan. I'm not looking at um at uh you know at what we got going on. So uh, where do you guys want to start? What do you guys want to talk about? Well, let's I'm get a little uh, let's get a little trip recap. I mean, Ralph, Ooh, you and I'll Ralph both trip. on bachelor parties same weekend. That's dangerous. Ralph went to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, um, I wish he was here to talk about it. Yeah, he's still recuperating. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get Ralph on eventually. Ralph's been doing a lot of big he things. He did text me back, so I know he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. That's so where that's Ralph's good. at right now. Um, text me, he texted me back, so he's alive. But Frank probably went to the second hardest place to recover from in the country, and that is uh, good old Miami. How was it? How yeah, was- Miami, Florida. If you think of a place that is strictly party all the time, like strictly dickly party 24-7, it's Miami. <laughs> Um, that place is the um, it's, the mecca. Yeah, it's the mecca of staying up until five in the morning. Like that. That's just what Miami is. I couldn't get over the humidity. I don't know how people live in Florida with that humidity during the it's summer. Rough. But like, it's unbearable. Yeah, I you walk, feel disgusting. I, I walked outside. It's the type of humidity where no matter what, you walk outside and you're instantly. Drenched in sweat. There's yeah. no point in showering in the morning. Just shower before you go to bed. And it doesn't change anything. It's, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's unreal. Um, you but get I the did, mail. I did have a good time. It was cool. The uh, the Hispanic influence, mainly the Cuban influence uh, on the city of Miami, is pretty cool. Um, ate some good food. Uh, some good vibes. Um, and again, all the bars, clubs, whatever it may be, everyone's open late. And it all has that uh, Cuban flair, which is really cool. So I highly enjoyed Miami. I would never vacation there, though. I can't picture myself, especially with the family, being like, you know what? I'm vacationing in Miami this year. Um, so, yeah. Not a family spot. Yeah, not, not a family spot. Ralph is not a family spot either for his bachelor party in Vegas. Yeah, I wish he was here to talk about it, but he's not, and it's okay. He's adulting right now. Did a bunch of people try to scalp Marlon's tickets to you? No, no, they did not. Um, I did did walk around where the Heat play. It's a pretty cool area, I will say, like directly outside of uh, where the Miami Heat play. A really cool area to be at. Uh, I I would imagine for game night, for sure. Um, obviously the, the heat weren't playing, uh, but it's still a really cool area. So I can only imagine the heightened sense of, um, just the vibes when the heat are playing. So yeah, I had a, I had a good time. would definitely go back not to vacation, but I would go back for an event or a sporting event or like another bachelor party. That's my, uh, that's my review. I love events. Yeah. Big good time. Guy. Big one coming up this week. What is couple, this A couple of days off. Little, uh, little independence from, yes. from the queen. 1776, baby. What a year. That year. 
Do you guys have off on Monday? No, no I do not. I don't. The communists have really how, taken over this country. Little, how do little, you? though, how little 100%. are you guys going to work on Monday, though? I mean, it's kind of like a free day off. Spin zone. It's kind of credit. It's kind of cool that they didn't give us that day and we get it somewhere else because who's really working that day anyway? Nobody. I'll be golfing. I have a tea time for three thirty. Yeah, I'm throwing on my hotspot at three and going to my tea time. I hope they listen. So it really is like a free day without getting that day. Hey, if you work most of it anyway. Yeah, who can do your job? You work till lunch. You have lunch. By the time it's one. Start drinking beer. America runs on Dunkin', not that's corporate. That's it. So we're good. Yeah. We don't have to worry about that. Wow. Interesting. Fourth of July. Yeah. It is weird, and it does suck, though, when holidays are on a Tuesday. Yeah, what is or that Wednesday about? Wednesday or Thursday. What is that about? That sucks. It should be highly illegal. Yeah, it should be illegal. I agree with that. It's not fair. It's not fair to the, the working class. You, the, the working class, the backbone of this country. It's not fair. You need a couple of days to recuperate from a holiday. That's they should. Everything should be based around the weekend. You know, four. four you break day it into a three, four, or five day weekend. That's that's how it should be, man. Four day work week. You holidays think, are four four day weekends. You think the pandemic would have helped us out? Maybe just a little bit, but uh, here we are. Maybe the next one. <laughs> so R.I.P. R. to all the communists out there working on the uh, the third of July. Gang gang. Yeah, it's just not right. It really isn't. I'm a fucking commie. Uh, gotta work, baby. Cheese I gotta get that money, dude. Sorry about that. Somebody's oh. gotta provide the paid time yeah. off. I can't just pay myself time off. Well, outside of like people in the workplace that approve all your time off, what are some of the the best coworkers you guys have encountered in the office? Like, they don't have to be. It doesn't have to be a specified type of human. I'm not asking for names or. That one like person you know from this place, but a, a general archetype structure of a person where you're in the workplace and you're like two main ones. Wow. You're a great human. And I'm thankful that you are here suffering with me at this nine yeah. to five, now I eight think, to five. I think you need two parts. I think you need a work mom and I think you need a I'm friend. on board. I'm on board with the work. Work moms are great. The work moms are good. Uh, Especially when they bring food. Yeah, dude, and they just, like, guide you. And they just have so much. They're they like, oh, like, I had a party this week, and I have all this leftovers. My mom's that type of person. And you're just like, that's so dope, yeah. It'd be great. If I worked with my mom, she'd have all this leftover food. And she's like, in. thank you for listening to me. Here's Chipotle. Yeah, you know this. <laughs> this is why my son's a piece of shit. Thanks. And then you need the – I think you need more specific than just, like, the friend. I think you need the golf friend. I think you need a coworker that golfs a lot. Yeah, that helps. Talk about your golf swing. Hey, how'd you do this weekend? Dude, what are your feels? It get, it makes you feel like you exist outside yeah. of the office. You can kill an hour a day right there. I mean, oh. just golf talk. Do you know? all this new tip, dude? Hands to the wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you serious right now, dude? Hands to the wall before the club, bro? Yeah, next thing you know, you're in the break room. Just I, I will Erica say, I will say golfing table. is the easiest way to get burning points, too. Because, hey, listen, at the end of the day... You want to be the guy liked because that guy gets promotions. Yeah, you gotta golf. Imagine if like your higher up pulls you. I've I've golfed with a couple in my last company that I was at in the equity company, so it's a little more like business focused. There were they did they golfed a lot, and I got to go to a couple, dude. And like the days that I striped, I was like, dude, like I'm just crushing it right now. I mean, like nothing changed in the quality of my life, but like. I shot like a great round the one day with like a bunch of higher ups in my company and I was just like, dude, like 
Dude, I'm going to be a CEO one day, man. Yeah, that, that's really it. They know you as the big that dick wild. that drop drives, man. That's what it's all about. Uh, sports guys, people that like the same sports as you. Yeah. And that is, that's, that can, you can Gambling turn, buddies. yeah, you turn that into a two tier system. Yeah. The uh, sports, the sports betters in the office. Yeah. I did like a syndicate of those like, guys wanna, in my first job. It was awesome. It? Or do you want to be about it? Yeah. Which yeah. is it? <laughs> Dude, we would, we would be all about it. You'd certain times during the day. It's like you're just looking at, uh, like the, the DGen chat and the, like the WebEx or whatever you Google meet and someone's just like dropping a little line in the chat and be like, hmm, number just move half <laughs> point. No. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I got, I got CLV, baby. Let's go. Um, or like Monday nights, Thursday nights during football season. If you got a couple guys in the office who are getting down, you know, the, the prop bet discussions can really, uh, help you through the day. That's they can for delay sure. a lunch. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then you have the best types of people in the office and those are the ones that buy you beer. I love to drink beer. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think we all, we all love to, to, uh, to drink beer. Um, good, good friend, new colleague, Abe. Friend of the pod now, got to get him on. He uh, he picked these up from an from an elite brewery in the United States. Man, they don't even distribute their beers to any stores in the country. Ranked, yeah, number what three thirteenth something like that. Top fifteen, I said eight. You say eight. Number eight. Number eight. It's pretty far. Um, Treehouse Brewing Co. A was kind enough to get us two. Different, different beers. beers. So we're yeah. double dipping there. Yeah, so we got King Julius and American Double IPA. Uh, ABV is 8.2%. These are all heavy hitters. Again, brewed in Massachusetts by uh, Treehouse Brewing Company, uh, a place I've been to a couple times now. Um, it truly is one of the best uh, breweries in America. Um, can't take enough of their beer. Uh, the second one is Ultimate Machine. It's an American triple IPA, and this is 9.2%. Um, again, two heavy hitters. Oh, man. These are great beer. Frank's double fisting. <laughs> Especially the King Julius. I like the King Julius so much. Um, it, it truly is unreal. It's, it's, it's an American double, but it's an American double that's also a New England hazy at the same time. The smoothness on both these beers, um, is unreal. Do you guys want to, uh, chime in before we give our ratings? What do you guys think? Is there anything more American than, than drinking beer from the, the originator of the tea party? No. I mean, yeah. the birthplace Fuck, of yeah. America. Fuck England. We drink yeah. IPAs here. That's right, baby. <laughs> these beers are on. Oh, dude. These and are please incredible. Stop the UK drill rap, please. <laughs> I can't take that anymore, man. One of the songs got to me on the show. It's unbelievable. These beers have huge flavor, man. I mean, I'm just getting King Julius. Like, you, there's no better beer than yeah. That. I mean, every sip Julius, I taste something new. It's wild. They're both great. They're both beasts. But the King Julius, that's smooth, dude. That is a smooth beer. I could be honest. I like the Ultimate Sheen better. Really? It's yeah. So it is. Bad. It's just, uh, it is 9.2, so a whole 10%. That's probably why. But no, 10%. This... Yikes. 1%. Try to work on that math, Frank. I'm trying, bud. Hey, you can read a fig. That's all that matters. Bing bong. You know what's weird, though? Like, usually triples are a little bit more dry. And to me, the ultimate machine 
has like um like here you want to try it it's got a little it's it, it has like a juicier start to it so let's flip it while it, Frank tries it. Why don't you start the ratings? And all right. We'll work back to so Frank. So let's go. We'll go Ultimate Machine. We'll start there. Um, I got to give this a 7.5. The immediate flavor is like, like I said, you just taste something different every time and it's like really refreshing first sip when it gets into your, your lips. Um, and I mean, it's got tons of fruity flavor. Like I taste a lot of pineapple. Um, and like some sips, I taste more of the mango. Um, I kind of even get like, like an apple juice taste sometimes. And I think it's just like, this is maybe one of the most unique beers I've ever had. Um, the reason for the 7.5, it is a little dry at the end. Um, but the exciting part is, is that it has like those different flavors every time you, you sip it. And then plus it just has like a cyborg filled with fruit, like holding up lightning bolts on a volcano and it's totally badass so you got to give some points to the can there um i guess pass it over to frank not sure which one you want to do first we're just going to go ultimate machine and then i'll I'll go next um king julius is one of the ultimate beers to me um 8.2 percent uh but i can drink this all day uh it's an american double ipa but it has i know this sounds weird but orange creamsicle mango smoothie and tropical fruit um, this is something that I can literally drink all day. Uh, I highly, highly recommend Treehouse Brewing Company in Massachusetts. Uh, the New England area knows how to brew beer, I will say. Uh, right up my alley, you guys know me with the citrus taste. This is a 9.5 to me. Uh, again, a beer I can drink absolutely all day. Uh, the Ultimate Machine is another good beer. It's an American triple. It's heavier, 9.2%. I think there's a tougher afterbite. I think it starts smooth, but it just ends uh, pretty tough. But the 9.2% really makes up for it. Uh, for this beer, I'm going to go an 8.5. Uh, so both Treehouse Brewing beers, uh, 8.5 for the Ultimate Machine, and a um, 9.5, I think I said, for the King Julius. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of right there with you. The ultimate machine is aggressive. It's, it's a little aggressive, uh, for my liking for an IPA kind of burns, but the percentage is not that bad for the damage being done. So I feel like that, that beer deserves like an eight flat just for reaching like a good, a good taste point and, uh, still hitting the high percent. The Julius, though, I will agree. Um, that beer is elite. That's like that is just one of those beers you start drinking. It's just, it sits with you. You immediately put it up in your favorites. Like you want to drink more of that beer. You want to have more of that beer. You want to know where to get that beer. So, I mean, the Julius for me is like a nine point one, just because there's not a lot of times I'm drinking a beer over eight percent, and I'm just like, wow, this tastes great. Like, I want to absolutely down this in, like, the form of a pitcher. Yeah, I feel like, what were your uh, scores again? An 8 and a 9.1. 8 for Machine, 9.1 for Julius. All right. I realize I didn't rate the Julius. Um, probably going to give it a 7 flat. Can't. I, I'm more of uh, the, the Machine. Uh, this, this beer doesn't, I don't know, maybe my taste buds are a little messed up because I'm just going back and forth on both. 
Um, but I feel like it what just... What was the machine? I gave machine 7.5, and then I'm giving this a 7 flat. I feel like this just tastes like the other one, but the machine has, like, more of a an opening... I don't know what the adjective I'm looking for is, but it just gets me there, so... Probably could do a lot better there with my words, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But thanks to Abe for, um, yeah, shout out Abe because these are some yeah, good fucking beers yeah, dropping man. off some stuff from such a historic place and, yeah. and a great place. There's and people we're that very appreciative, beers and yeah. they're like, Here's a beer I have, yeah, review really it. Nice. And then there's people that are like, I'm gonna get the best beer that I can think of, yeah, and so. that's the one that I want you to review. We won't forget Abe, we owe him one for sure. I'm having a great time. God bless Abe, our <laughs> yeah. president. Yeah. yeah, that's our president. Yeah, fire beer. Um, where do you guys want to start in the sports world? We got a lot going on. A lot. Where do you guys want to start? Please, someone. Oh, like, I tell you what, go I, baseball. Yeah, start right with Shohei. Well, either way, I was going to say I want to jump off a bridge, and that was because I didn't bet Keegan Bradley. Uh, like I did in the U.S. Open when I told you guys that. I was a week early, <laughs> and then I didn't get back on board. That's the thing about golf. I feel like everyone's always a week early. Yeah, so that made me want to jump off a bridge. But the fact that the Yankees lost to the A's last night 2-1 to one also makes me want to jump off a bridge. So um, talking about baseball, that was a rough one to watch, especially when um, like Johnny Burrito, who's been going back between you know, getting assigned to AAA and, and getting called up when needed. I mean, I think he has great stuff, and he really battled. And it's like, dude, our offense is in shambles right now. I yeah, mean, it's, it's it's tough, man. Brian Cashman has got to go. I feel like every time Brian Cashman maybe sort of gets on the hot seat, he has a you know above average season, and that's really yeah. it. The Yankees as a whole can have an above average season for an MLB club, and that's their ceiling right now. And I feel like. Us as fans, maybe got blinded. Maybe I mean, I was still kind of pissed, and you guys know how I feel about the ownership in front office right now. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like oh, they got Judge back, and then we picked up Rondo, and everyone got all fat and happy. There's so many flaws in this lineup right now, and, and holes. And I mean, DJ Demayhew not playing well is a very like anti mechanic. Thing. It's unforeseen thing. It's just unforeseen, and then like that—that's really bad for this lineup. This is what happens though when you and pay nobody somebody. on the team can stay healthy. And then oh, what I mean, what, what about the hitting coach? How about the fact that Aaron Hicks went to the Orioles, who are guess yeah. what have a better record than the Yankees right now? Hicks is hitting, and too. he's hitting above three fifty. <laughs> Dude, he's the worst. What dude. does that say? What does that say about Baltimore, what's going on? Like we can't stand Baltimore on top of everything. Aaron Hicks, of all people, leaves us and goes to Baltimore, an already infuriating spot, and plays well. After he literally sat in New York and basically produced like we did at our corporate desk. Like, it was pathetic, the numbers that he put up. It was brutal. I just, I, I, man, I, what, does that, what does that say about the Yankees, like, hitting coaches and staff, though? Uh, that's, I mean, he's that's facing like the, the pitchers. He ain't facing the staff. Uh, yeah, well, it's not that. It's the work that you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Same thing with our golf swings. Like, hey, this is what's going wrong. You got to fix this. Like, working on the little things. But, I mean, even Joey Gallo. I was literally Joey just Gallo say, Joey Gallo left, also left in rake. Had, like, when he went to L.A. those first couple of weeks, he was playing really well. And he's been pretty mid on Minnesota. 
Let's but he, say he sucks. He sucks right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing pretty mid. He's definitely not the Joey Gallo that was, you know, hitting 52 bombs with Texas the year before the Yankees signed him. But regardless, again, like you said, Frank, that's just uh, another amplifier on like why Brian Cashin has to go. I mean, we he has swung and missed so many times over the last few years. And the way that he treated Jeter when his contract was up, um, like going even before 2013 when he like fucked up his Achilles in the, uh, the LDS against the Tigers. And then the way they like fucked around judge again, you know what I mean? I mean, they gave him what he wanted eventually, but they, why are we playing the games with these guys? They never used to do that. And now we got Josh Donaldson, Anthony Volpe and Joe Carl Stan all hitting below two thirty, And that's our lot. That's the, th- those are the Bronx bombers. I mean, Volpe, He's played better the last like six. He's games. getting there. Yeah, I'm not. We, we talked was, about that. He was, against yeah. we, he, was, he was slumping hard before that. Yeah, he's a young player yeah. though. Eli and I were saying last I week. I did this if last they, week against Nick yeah, about if, Volpe. I was like, he's a young dude. You got to let him like figure yeah. it out. If we can keep our heads above water going into a playoff push in September, and he turns it on, it's all worth it. Um, yeah. Let but, Aaron Judge sit until playoffs. Uh, nah, you got to get your reps. Or you gotta get into the playoffs. Or you not win the division. Do a LeBron. Yeah, fuck. I mean, seriously, the AL East is a nightmare right now. Um, or you could just be Shohei Otani and then be the best on Japanese Heritage Day. How about the Central for both leagues? Just oh, joke. Shit. Yeah, they suck. I look at the Yankees and they're what? Like still over ten games above five hundred, and then you go to these other divisions, and it's just what the fuck, man. You're it's in first place. Yeah. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, will, I'm just rooting for the Reds for our guy Huff from Trust Me When I Tell You. All the young yeah. rookies. Joey Votto comes back. He hits two home runs in his yeah. first three games. Ellie De La Cruz is sick. You yeah. love that. I would love to see him play live. <laughs> I think the Reds can squeak in that division. I mean, who else is really the, the Cardinals are fucking terrible right now. Yeah. I mean, Pirates geez. are in there. They started really well, but they've, they've been playing shitty. Um, and it's the Brewers. Yeah. No, no, they're in. The Brewers are in second. Okay. But they're still a disappointment. I mean, yeah. they should be a lot better than they are. All right. Anything else for baseball before we move on? Just Three. pain. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> okay. Um, what should we do next? Uh, a little bit golf. of golf. A little bit Ooh, of golf. Love golf. I have one, I have one play this weekend and it's a guy I always bet. Sung JM. I'm going to tweet it out. Uh, just love him. I got him at 25 to 1. I think he's going to win the golf tournament this uh, this week. Jared, what do you got? Uh, this week's not as fun as last week. The field last week was so good. Um, well, was it Travelers, too? I feel like Travelers yeah. is pretty cool in Connecticut. Rock or, uh, just, not Connecticut. Where is it? Somewhere yeah, in it New is England, in Connecticut. Is it? Yeah, TPC okay. Summerlin in Connecticut. Okay, yeah. Um, the, the New England area. We could play though. there. Hey, shout out Treehouse. We New, could play there if we wanted heavy to. Heavy this weekend, or uh, this this episode for New England. Yeah, how about it? The, yeah. I saw uh, on hole three, it's like a par four. It's a great course. There's a house Beautiful across the course. street, and then they just have like fencing around the green, and there's people that must have been living in the house, and they're just, they didn't buy tickets. They're just kind of standing there in yeah, their, in their yard watching. Home. It was pretty cool. Um, Unless you're drunk and you go in your backyard, yeah. and it's just like a public event. Wild. <laughs> that would be sick. We should get an Airbnb there and play like, sometime. Get a, a lawn chair and just sit there with like a 30 rack. I would go play there. That just course, look worse as That the course day is goes beautiful. On. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, going to Detroit, 
so I mean, just let that be what it is. Nothing, nothing good is really in Detroit. Um, you know, Motor City gone wrong, and the field is pretty. Tr- I mean, Tony Finau is a favorite, fourteen to one. Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, all fourteen to one. Then you have Hideki, Maxoma, Tom Kim, Justin Thomas, Sung Jay, twenty-two to one. Keegan Bradley, kind of make out your favorites. Um, the exciting thing for me this tournament is that it is a weaker field and it is full of long bombs that have performed. I mean, I mean, look at Cameron Champ. He's a, he's 110 to one. Guy's won. He can win a tournament and, um, he's, he's definitely a good putter when he gets hot. I mean, you have guys like Sam Bennett who are 130 to one. Guy came in top five of the Masters. He was top ten going to the U.S. Open on Sunday. He had a, he had a fall apart, uh, but maybe against a field like this, I mean, dude, a, <laughs> ten to one on him to make the top ten. Yeah, sure, that's definitely worth a couple couple little tasty beer dollars. And then a guy that I really like this week for a huge long shot at three hundred to one is none other than the. Oh, what is that show again? Long, what is it? The the Netflix series? Now I'm blanking. I don't know. The Netflix series they made the the golf one. Oh, full Joel uh, Damon. Full they, swing. They, yeah, Joel Damon. Full swing. Uh, they did DJ. The JT had an episode. Anyway, full swing. Joel Damon's three hundred to one. Um, for the bucket hat bullies out there, I think that's worth a shot. So I think this tournament for me is just a bunch of long shots. And uh, with a weaker field, hopefully they can get in, you know, an opportunity for some payouts if we get lucky. Yeah, I love that. Um, where is it at this weekend? Rocket Mortgage Classic. Detroit. Is that like Detroit yeah, Country Detroit. Club or something? Yeah. I think yeah. a couple of trees ripped out of the ground <laughs> from the stores. Do you have anything about the tournament? No. Before we move on? Okay. Not this one. Uh, no. All right. What do we got next? What do you guys want to talk about? NFL, NBA. 71 days NFL. <sighs> It's not a lot going on right now. 71 days. I miss the NFL so, so much. much. I mean, NBA had their draft. It's The um, NBA draft is always what you expect. What do you guys think of Victor Wembanyama? Dude, I just, he's a gimmick. Yeah, you think so? I don't know. He really holds a baseball, and it looks like a pee. Yeah, that was crazy yeah, how Dwight small How's, he made dude, that baseball. Dwight Howard has the widest shoulders I've ever seen in my life. That doesn't make him, like, dominant. The thing about Wimignana is his ball handling skills and his shooting ability is crazy for his size. Yeah, he's weird. I think, um, so what I think about him is... I think his offensive part of the game will take some time because he needs to adjust. But from a defensive standpoint, I think he's going to make an impact almost immediately. He's inherently an yeah, issue. He, he, he's just too like, big. You guys don't realize how. I mean, he's he's seven foot whatever, but his arms are so long. He's got like a that, nine point dude, f- that four pitcher, feet wingspan. The pitcher he took with um, uh, the Admiral Robinson and uh, Tim Duncan, and I think it was. Um, Manny Ginobili, dude, Tim Duncan looks so small compared to yeah. Victor Wembanyama, and Wembanyama is like twenty years old. He's like me and Jared next to each other trying to cover ground. That's crazy, though. So I feel like he's going to be a good defensive player from the rip. He's going to be able to cover a lot of ground, play a good zone defense, um, and it'll be interesting to see. I know, I know the whole stigma against guys his size and um, injury. But I'm pretty excited for him, and I think he fell perfectly to San Antonio. 
that's a pretty cool spot to go for him, I feel like. It's going to be interesting. There's no way to even quantify it going in. Like, he's such a freak. Yeah. You're just going to have to see what happens. Probably be really good at, like, playing inside the key and then faking <laughs> off and having the guy drop back and they kick out the shoot and he just comes up and stuffs the shit out of whoever who's trying to pop. Just, just put it wherever and no one else can reach it. That's all we gotta do. Will be interesting. Will be interesting yeah. for sure. Do we have any other sports? Yeah, NFL. Anything in the NFL world? Um, Been calm. Not much. Do you guys see that Aaron Rodgers talked at that uh, mushroom conference? Yeah. yeah. The fact that the Jets are going to be on uh, so many primetime games. What's the and what's the new show coming out? Hard Knocks. The Hard Knocks. Yeah, they do that uh, every is year. It official. That's what I've heard. It's just so lame. I just can't stand I don't him. Even watch I could be honest. I think that's a great one to do. Uh, I mean, I would do it if, if I was nah, Hard Knocks. Nah, do the Ravens. Lamar just got no his contract. No one cares about the Ravens. Everyone right now, cares dude. about the Ravens. No, the Ravens are a borderline no, th- rebuild thing is, within you don't a good organization. Be, I feel like these teams don't want to be on be Hard Knocks. The fuck did you just say, Eli? They're like a rebuild within a good organization. Dude. You're wild. They're Dude, Super Bowl the, favorite. You know, the, the Ravens? You're wild okay, to say so that. You're telling me That's that a the, hot take so right you're there. They're never hurt. What do you mean? It's doesn't a hot matter if they're, no, they're, you know, no, they're no, never hurt. On. They could have beat the Bengals Jared. in the playoffs if Holly doesn't Jared. fumble on the one yard line. No, like, get not. your shit together. They get, their defense is ridiculous. It's not if, dude. You have borderline you're rebuild. Me, you're telling me that the Ravens Frank, don't have out. dysfunction. Are you I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: the, the Ravens don't have dysfunction. Yeah, they come have on. injury problems. I will yeah, give you just that. Just like the Yankees, it's just my Lamar team. Thing. I will give you that. The He'll Ravens be fine. have injury problems. A fully healthy Ravens team. I'm happy well, to have them at 25 to one. Obviously, a fully healthy but team. Yeah, yeah I, but that's not the Ravens, the Ravens. The Ravens are hurt. Yeah, and they couldn't sign their quarterback. Dude, is this whole well? That was a That was a business. That was a business thing. It's also still a fact of what happened. Yeah, but also it's done though. It's done. done Both Lamar's injuries are fluke. They both happen inside the pocket. Shit happens. They're going to be fine. Uh, Borderline rebuild is is a crazy thing to say because they almost lost their franchise. All right, timeout. Also say this. Well, they didn't. So yeah. that almost doesn't count unless we're playing horseshoes or hand grenades. Okay, so we'll see <laughs> if they win true. the Super Bowl. And we're this not. Year. I'll tell you what. The fact that the Jets have lower eighteen to one, the Ravens are twenty one, is absolute blasphemy. Uh, it's tough though. I feel like that's a really tough comparison because I feel like the market's playing some sort of injuries with the Ravens. It's public. Also, that is public. But blah, 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 I right also there. feel like the books are playing the absolute best from Aaron Rodgers, and that team ride or dies with Aaron Rodgers. So uh, it's kind of tough. I don't know. I hey, I'm all over Garrett Wilson. So I think so the Jets, I. I think so the Jets are going to have a phenomenal year. But Garrett Wilson and Rodgers could also have a great year, and they could suck. Yeah, I mean, hey, if if they go ten and six, they'll get in the playoffs. Yeah, that's I all, mean, hey, and that's true. all that matters. And we'll see from Buffalo. They're having problems between now. You know, Diggs is having some issues. I think it's gonna be a great season. And, I can't and wait. Allen was not as good Buffalo when Nathaniel Hackett like left. That's for sure. Buffalo yeah. seemed like a quick peak. So it's kind of been an erosion. That's a tortured fan base. Next to the Vikings, they're probably like the second most tortured fan base in the NFL right now. Yeah, and honestly, I fucking hate Kirk Cousins. So I'm happy that that's happening. Are you guys to the gonna Vikings. get on like the? Are you guys gonna get on the Lions bandwagon this year? Like, do you think? I feel like too many can people win the are North? on it. Too many people are on it. I feel that you the, can't go with the public. The value would be playing the Packers to win the division. What if Jordan no, Love? Got, what if, 
Now, Jordan, I think Jordan Love's going to fucking suck. Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, he's on a contract yeah, here, I mean, too, yeah. besides we that. Have, so it's do or die for him. Yeah. Anything that makes yeah. it worse. So, well, for, it's either. Yeah, but all right. There's two types of people in this world. Crazy. There's pressure that builds diamonds and there's pressure that pops a pimple. Yeah, but do you so think is he Jordan a diamond or is he a, a pimple? Yeah, well, we they, I mean, they think he is. He was their number one draft pick. Yeah, yeah, While I mean, Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback. So, I mean, dude, look at what happened last time. Aaron, everyone, Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, who's this fucking guy? We have Brett Favre, and then boom, right in your face. I I agree. You know, we've seen we it before. Know, we don't know what Jordan Love's going to happen. Going back to that draft, the Packers fucked up. Oh, 100%. Jordan Love. But you're right. We don't know what Jordan Love's going to be. He could be good. He could be bad. I'm going to bet just from an historical you know, perception, I'm going to bet he's bad. Um, so I'm not high on Jordan Love at all. Um, the NFC is not I love the Ravens even more. Yeah, the NFC is wild. There's three teams that could win the Super Bowl in that league. Washington? Yeah. No. People are saying Sam Howell can scramble, and his 40 time is like .2 seconds less than Sam Howell Manning's. scrambled all over the Cowboys when they're fighting for placement in the playoffs in the last week of last season. Yeah, it was Cowboys, his first start. The Cowboys fucking suck. Yeah, it was his, it was his first, yeah but regardless, it was his first start against a team playing for positioning in the playoffs. So, like, suck or not, it was his first game, and he ran right up the middle for, like, 18 yards I, on I a do, touchdown. I do enjoy the team. I think they got a dog in the enemy. But I, I just Rivera's not a good head coach. First coach fired. Do we have that prop available in our the, state? I think the rest of the team and their assistant coaches are good, but Rivera's just not a good coach. Do we have is that is that available you in Pennsylvania? First coach fired. Ron Rivera hundred percent is a great bet. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wonder what the odds would be. Dude, if they I start do like doing that. bad, they 100%? literally just come on, Eli, use your use your business brain for one second. Let's take football and pride out of the equation. There's no I'm a Washington fan. Where's the pride, dude? You're speaking of a fan base. We haven't won anything in my whole life. There's football no team commanders. MPA, though. Dude, we can't find that bad. All right, we need to get a proxy so in Nevada. Let's hear it. We need a Bavada. Dude, they just hired Bianami, who's been wanting a head coaching job and any job outside of Kansas City, and what is he like assistant? play caller or some crazy shit like that title he's offensive coach and he's assistant head coach yeah so uh, they're so li- and like, it's a new ownership and if ron rivera okay. who didn't even know they so could have been knocked out okay, of the playoffs okay, okay. last okay. year you guys want to hear the come on hold on you guys yeah. want to hear the odds yeah so let's hear it, frank it's screaming about ron rivera didn't so, even win the division <laughs> so Ron Rivera is top four in odds to get fired yeah, first. That's my that'd be I'm my not, pick. Okay, you, you got, okay. He's honestly, on a thin rope. So dude. you guys want to hear the full list? It's he, Matt Rule plus two twenty five. It's Pete Carroll plus three fifty. Mike McCarthy, which they, I think they should be higher in my opinion, plus six hundred. Ron Rivera plus seven hundred. Mm, that's tasty. Twelve point five percent implied. I feel like chance. Ron Rivera is more of a hit job though than I just like a, a coach. I think he. I'm not sucks. saying he's like a stud, but the fact that, like Jared said, they have be like I'm not. I against, think he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. I do not think he's a better coach than Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll no. but I do think he's a better coach than Matt Rule. Why would Pete Carroll be on those? They made the playoffs last year. Tired of Pete Carroll, dude. Yeah, they have Geno Smith and Pete Carroll, bro. They went through yeah. their peak. Pete Carroll was there. He's done. He's he's over. They Gino don't have Smith. a good quarterback. Eight we went classic. through this, <laughs> bro. I don't. So I don't know if, if Pete, if Geno Smith plays like he did again last year, you can't say he's bad anymore. I never said he's bad. You I just said they have a bad quarterback. 
I spent the whole last year debating the fact that he genuinely deserved a comeback player of the year no. for not so, playing for so many years. So real quick, you can't Odd Shark say, pretty much has bad. the same odds. The only thing difference with Odd Shark is they flip my McCarthy and Pete Carroll, but then Rob Rivera is still fourth. I feel like so that's it's Matt fair. Rule. They flip my McCarthy. He's second. Then Pete Carroll. Then Ron Rivera. There's a hit job dynamic. Eh, dynamic in the Rivera I, stuff I just don't for sure. But I, I would, dude. I would pick the enemy over Rivera if I wanted a head coach right now. Like I'm not saying it's not realistic. I agree. I don't know why. Like organizations corporate, think. Bro. Yeah, I guess it's the corporate thing. Corporate, like people dude. have the resume, but like, dude, why not go with the guy that has. Like no bad, like you know, Ron Rivera is not a good coach, but whoever else was interviewing, you don't know anything about them. Like they could be a good coach, they could not. I rather take a new head coach, first time head coach, over someone that has proved to be mediocre. They prove it not like, seller. It's, yeah, like it's, it's like. Oh, that shit's crazy to me. It's rough, dude. NFC beasts. Hey, the NFC is going to be good, man. Don't sleep on them, bro. You think the Eagles are going to repeat? NFC East was the only division no, that had a not. chance of getting everybody Cow- in the playoffs. I would bet the Cowboys, son. I'm kind of – I. I'm crazy. Nah, you know what? I'm going to say something that I hate, and you guys can hate me for it, but – I have to bet a Cowboys Super Bowl future this year. I have to. No, Mike McCarthy is a Why? fucking dum-dum. I'm just Mike gonna... McCarthy is a dumb. That's the sole reason I will dispute this take. I'm fine with that. Mike McCarthy is a fucking and I agree. dum-dum. I agree. So but what's your reason to bet that? My reason is that Dak Prescott did not turn the ball over on the same average that he did like. He turned the ball over more than he ever did in his career last year, and if he cuts those interceptions down... By 60%, that defense is so fucking nasty, dude, that they could just will their way to winning a championship. Yeah, but you're betting or on getting the fact there. that Dak Prescott is going to cut his interceptions by 60%. Dude, get Tony Pollard more involved, lost, and yes. Dude, they lost the second best thing about their coaching staff. They lost Kellen Moore. First yeah. best thing about their coaching staff was Dan Quinn because he was – he's what – he's he made that defense what it is. Obviously, they're very talented players. But to bring it all together, Dan Quinn, second best thing about their coaching staff is not even their head coach. It's Kellen Moore, and they lost him to the fucking Chargers. Did, that could be huge for the Chargers, too. I just fucking hate McCarthy. I think he is the dumbest motherfucker ever, and I think he's the shittiest coach, the most overrated coach of the last fucking 20 years. That's just yeah. I take, No, though. I agree. I mean— He's the, the Jerry Jones hired him for a reason because he's a dog on the leash. Kellen Moore acquisition is going to be really cool to look in Los Angeles. That I is. mean, Brandon Staley will try to fuck up everything as much as he can, but I feel like that's just like the that's just the ballad of Los Angeles Chargers coaches. I mean, they go from Anthony Flynn and everyone rejoices, and then Staley comes in and they're terrible. Um. I know we already kind of talked about the NFC North, but something I think is exciting to see is what Brian Flores is going to do with that Minnesota defense. They were 31st last year. And I know that you guys are anti-Kirk Cousins. And Dalvin Cook also just left, so that's pretty big. But, I mean, they have Jefferson. And if Flores can get that defense from, like, 31st to, uh, Jesus, to, like, 21st, they make a 10, 10 position jump in defensive rank. That would be pretty. I mean, there's there's not a lot of competition yeah. in the NFC. I mean, prop maybe worth 
a little sprinkle yeah, somewhere. No, I hear you. That is a good call. Um, all right. What else do you want to talk about? Anything else? Anything uh, else crossing your mind? I think nah. we've covered it all for now. Just dog days of summer, dude. We're just waiting for, I mean, we got the all-star game coming up in a couple of weeks, waiting for the open. I still like calling it the British open. I don't get why they changed it to the open. doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, um, LSU, go Tigers, go Omaha. Or, uh, oh, go yeah, Omaha. holy shit. How about Tommy White? Leaving, Tommy Tanks, baby. leaving NC NC State after being an OG, and then boom, first transfer. There's a there's a ring yeah, for you. So that was cool. Uh, shout out LSU. I love LSU so much, but their baseball team was even cooler. Um, so yeah, that that was cool to see. Uh, fuck Florida, go Maha, baby. They destroyed the Jello rankings, uh, the Jello shot rankings, or um, tally in that one bar. That's pretty cool. So. We got to put down the bucket list. Yeah, that'd be oh, a cool thing dude. to do. Saturday so. night in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that would be sick. Sign me up. All right, that's our pod. Shout out us. We did it. Lunchbeers.com. The socials. Lunchbeers pod. Jared, what do you got? Give me something. <laughs> no, I think you. I think you got it. Boom. See you guys next week. Yeah. Shout out Abe. <laughs>